turn my Bible to any uh, book, any page, read any verse, and it would be good news. It would be good for our soul, for our spirit tonight. But tonight, I just want to start with Revelation chapter 2 and verse 29. Just my opening verse, Revelation chapter 2, verse 29, and it reads, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. And I believe with all my heart that the Spirit is saying to the church at this very moment in time, now you're going to have to flip to Matthew Chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Uh, I want to encourage you to the first uh, point tonight that the Lord is speaking. He's not silent. He has not stopped speaking to his children throughout all of this for the past 60-some days. He is still speaking, and tonight I feel the word that he's speaking to the church, to his children, is found in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30 and it says come unto me the only place that you're going to find rest the only place that you're going to find peace is when you come to Jesus amen come unto me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest verse 29 take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, if you underline in your Bible, that's a good place to underline. That's the key to obtaining this rest and this peace. It's to learn of Jesus, to learn of his ways. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The good news is what the Lord requires of us is very little. And that's simply just to have faith in him and his finished work on Calvary. That's it and that's all. To have faith in him and in his finished work at Calvary. That's where our faith is is to remain. That's where we find rest. That's where we find peace. It's only into Jesus. Uh, in Jesus. If we could just grab hold of those first few words of verse 29, come unto me. Every time we find ourselves in a trial, every time we find ourselves in a storm, uh, facing a circumstance, heartbreak, whatever it may be, if we can remember those few words, come unto me. Three words. Don't go, don't even go to your spouse, don't even go to your, your mom, your dad, whoever. Go to Jesus first. If we would grab hold of that and do that, I'm going to tell you things would change in our life because he's the only one who can do anything about every situation, every circumstance, every trial that we face. He's the only one who can change things. See, the enemy has turned some of you every which way but loose this past week or maybe this past month, or maybe even since the start of the year, uh, we kind of joked and laughed with our shirts that started uh, January of 2020. The best is yet to come. Well, most would say 2020 has not started off the way we had anticipated, right? But I want to encourage you tonight that the Lord knows. He knew what was coming, and he's able 
It didn't catch him off guard. The best is still yet to come, amen? But the enemy is doing all that he can, and at times you've even heard yourself utter these words, God, why have you forsaken me? Do you see all that's going on in my life right now? Do you know what, what's going on, Lord? I'm miserable. I'm depressed. I'm oppressed. And yes, even at times, and I'm speaking to church folk tonight, at times you have even thought, is it even worth it anymore? Maybe I should just end it all. These are real things that saved people who love the Lord have thought. Think. Things have gone through their minds, but tonight he has ordained you to be right here. And maybe you're not in the parking lot watching, but you're tuning in over Facebook or through Christian World Media, or you will tune in and hear this. The Lord has ordained this time. Why? Because I have good news to share. I have good news to bring to you tonight. Tonight is not going to be long. It's not going to be a drawn out service because I believe the Lord wants to speak directly to your heart and, and just one word from him. Oh, it changes everything. In Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, it says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, do you realize that fear not is found in the Word of God 365 times? That's an encouragement each and every day to fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He, it is who goes with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. That's a promise, church. Oh, but some of that's in the Old Testament. Well, you can flip to the New Testament in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. And I encourage you, if you're not doing so already, write these scripture verses down because these are promises of the Lord, promises that you can stand on, promises that will never, ever fail. But Hebrews 13 and 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I, I laughed uh, because Mary Nicole actually did her devotion on this scripture verse. And I thought, wow, that, that's good. The kids are even getting this. They're realizing where their help comes from. Don't be afraid. Fear not. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. That's good news, don't you think? That's something to, to shout about, to get happy about. That's something that you can hold on to. That's a promise that's not just going to be fulfilled in, in one area of your life, and then it's done, it's used up. No, that promise stands for time and eternity. He will never leave you nor forsake you that's good news my commentary notes concerning this verse says uh, and it breaks down the greek but it's actually saying he himself has said meaning the lord jesus christ himself has personally made this promise to his children this is a personal promise as if he were standing right here before you saying look at me i'm never going to leave you I'm never going to forsake you. 
I don't go back on my promises. And there's no expiration date on my promises. So maybe the Lord's given you a promise and it's been years and it hasn't come to pass. Well, that doesn't mean it's expired and old and needs to be thrown out. No, it's still coming. It's on its way. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. His promises are yes and amen. Psalm 34, 15 through 18 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Wow, what a word, meaning he sees you. He sees you right now, right where you are. He hears your cry. He hears your heart, what you've been talking to him about, what you've been saying, thoughts that have been going through your mind. He knows, and he's acting on your behalf. Psalm 34, 16 goes on to say, The face of the Lord is against them who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Verse 17, the righteous cry, and the Lord hears. Oh, that word right there, two words, or three words, the Lord hears, should bring encouragement to the child of God and delivers them out of all their troubles. Meaning there's not one trouble, there's not one thing that you have found yourself in the midst of that he is not able to deliver you out of. Oh, the enemy would like nothing more than to convince you that there's no hope. Oh, there, there's no rest, there's no peace, there's no way out of this. Well, he is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life, and that will never change. He is able to deliver you out of all of your troubles. I'm not the smartest one, but I know that all means all. All means all. So whatever you're facing, whatever's troubling you, he is able. And the last, uh, verse 18 says, The Lord is near unto them who are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. There are some of you facing things tonight where your heart has just been broken. It's just been shattered. But I want you to know the good news is when we come to that place of brokenness, and realize that we in and of ourselves can do nothing, can do no good apart from Jesus Christ. He is right there. Oh, his word is true. He is near to the brokenhearted. He's not just picking up the pieces tonight, church. But he's making us into something new. He's making us into the image of Jesus. He's putting us together piece by piece the way he wants us to be. See, sometimes we get these ideas in our mind and we think we're, oh, yeah, we're doing things. We're, get, we're going places. We're getting somewhere. And then it all seems to fall apart and we think, oh, gosh, what's going to happen now? Well, it's not that things are falling into pieces. They're falling into place. See, he, as a child of God, we have to remind ourselves that everything that comes into our life, he either causes 
or allows. It's no coincidence. It's not by chance. It's for a purpose. It's for a reason. It's to make us more like him. And then in turn, we give him glory. These last few months, wow, we've been broken. <laughs> we've been uh, shaken to our very core. We've had to, to learn a new way of life in, in various areas. Many are working from home. We were, uh, Robert Sapp and I were talking earlier. Uh, he was talking about gaining weight during all of this quarantine because his office is now in his kitchen. And all the food is just arm's length away. And uh, so we've all had to learn a new way. But through it all, God has remained faithful. And he will continue to be faithful. Jason said it Sunday. The gospel has gone out more over these past 60 days than it ever has in history. I mean, you can't go on Facebook or any type of social media and not find a church doing a live service or a pastor doing a, a live video. Our kids doing live videos. It's wonderful. And if that's what it's going to take, praise the Lord, right? The gospel is going forth in ways that it never would have. I mean, just imagine if we were in the building tonight, the people down the street wouldn't hear the gospel. But they're hearing it tonight, amen? And we don't know what it's going to accomplish, but we know that the word is true and his word will not return void. It'll do that which it's set forth to accomplish. It'll do the work that it needs to do, amen? And we're believing for souls to be saved. We know that the harvest, oh, it's right. And he's sending forth people. He's drawing a line in the sand. And, and we're beginning to realize, which side of this line do I stand on, Lord? Things are beginning to get hard. So do I buckle? Do I shrink back? Do I remain silent? Or, Lord, do I stand upon your word that you're never going to leave me? You're never going to forsake me. Lord, you are able to deliver me out of all of my troubles. All of my troubles, that's where we've got to get to. That's the place we've got to be. That's good news. The good news is he's right here with us tonight. And even if you're not here at 6636 Pine Ridge Drive, he's right where you are. See, he's not bound by, by walls, by space, by time. His spirit goes forth. Oh, it's pursuing us. It's pursuing each and every one of us greater than we could ever imagine. I mean, to realize that the love of God is being poured out, that the love of God is towards us, it's for us and not against us, should bring great hope, should bring great encouragement to the child of God. That's good news. Again, he's making us like him. He's putting us together. And I truly believe that we are in that Isaiah 5 and verse 20, account that says, Woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. We're seeing it played out each and every day over the news. Things that people think are so good, but we as children of God see the evil in it. Connie and I, we walk now on uh, Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, and we were talking about this exact verse uh, yesterday morning. I believe, yeah, today's Wednesday. Yesterday morning, 
The verse goes on to say, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. See, the world's ways are bitter. The world's ways are evil. And, and the majority of the people think, oh, it's good, it's good. You better be praying for discernment now more than ever before because people are being deceived each and every day. And we spoke this, I can't remember exactly the, the night that it was or maybe I did a, a Facebook Live, I can't remember. Um, but talking about deception, I, I, that's all I've, I hear now on the news is deception. And you want to learn uh, discernment, and, and we, we ask for discernment, but the Lord teaches us through his word. Read Proverbs. Proverbs is wisdom. We need wisdom in these days. I encourage you each and every day to read a proverb. There's a proverb for every day. You've got to seek wisdom out. It's not just going to fall in your brain. That's why he's given us this word. We need to be seeking wisdom. We need to be asking for discernment and then using it. God did not create us to be a people of fear. For fear has torment, and that's not of the Lord. We are to be a people of God, a people of faith, realizing that if God be for us, who can be against us, right? He's given us a brain to use common sense, but he's given us his word to stand on. And that's what... We here at Lakeside Church, that's what we're doing. That's what we're standing on. That's what our hope is in, is in Jesus, the one who never fails. I want you to take a look around at the world today. People don't know right from wrong. They just don't. They absolutely don't. The world needs some good news. And no, I don't mean you're good enough, you're smart enough, uh, and people like you. No, I don't mean that. I mean the good news is the only good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because gospel literally means good news. Now, wouldn't it be something if somebody just flew over and repelled down out of that helicopter? That's what it looks like. Okay, I'm going to wait. If you're watching uh, on Facebook or uh, Christian World Media, uh, a huge helicopter just flew over us. It looked like a military helicopter. Yeah, oh, we've been spotted. We've been targeted. <laughs> to God be the glory, right? We've been commissioned to spread the gospel, to spread the good news. We, as children of God, have got to begin living and proclaiming the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, if all the unbeliever ever hears uh, come out of your mouth is how horrible our lives are, how, um, you know, everything that's going wrong, why in the world would they want to have what we what we have. Why would they want that? See, his praise must continually be in our mouths. Not just when we're at church, but it needs to be on our lips when we're at Lowe's and Walmart, the two main places that people like to hang out these days. It should be his praise. Glory to him. Not fussing about politics, not fussing about anything else. 
but giving God glory, proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm not oblivious to the fact that we all have days. We all go through hard times. We're all facing things that we've never faced before. But I want to encourage you tonight that the Lord has already seen us come through this. He's already watched us cross over Jordan and come out better on the other side. He's already provided the way, but are we going to walk in that way? Are we going to stand fast in the liberty that we've been given in Christ Jesus? I'm going to tell you, if you're looking to the government for peace, for rest, for financial help, whatever it may be, you're looking to the wrong place. You need to go back to Matthew chapter 11. Come unto me. Because old people are making big promises these days. They're going to help you out. They're going to do all of this for you. You better be praying for discernment. Because I'm here to tell you, that's not going to last forever. (laughs) That will run out. But God's promises never will. His promises never run out. That well never runs dry. We can go to him over and over again. I'm here to tell you, I've read the last page, and we win. I said, we win tonight. We're on the winning side, right? I want you to to remind yourself of that. The, The word tells us that we have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And we should be doing this daily, each and every day. I want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 57. And this speaks of the ultimate victory. Remember, we win. It might look like we're losing right now, but we win, folks. Be reminded, be encouraged. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, Then shall be brought to pass the saying that it is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the victory tonight. Oh, I said we have the victory tonight. Some of you in this parking lot watching online, you need to remind yourself that you've got the victory tonight. The victory is not in the job that you've been laid off from. It's not in your dwindling bank account. It's not in any of those things You want to see victory? Look to the cross. 
Your victory was afforded at Calvary's cross. That's where it, it all played out. That's where it was all finished. Oh, I don't see much victory in my life. Look to the cross. Look to the cross and live. That's where life is. He gave up his life so that you and I could have life eternal. See, the enemy wants to show you everything that, that you think you're lacking. He magnifies those things, those areas of our lives. But we got to look to the cross and realize, I've got the victory. I've got the victory in Jesus. I have, you have good news to bring. And it's simply the words of because he lives. I love this old song, God sent his son. They called him Jesus. And I don't know if I have any uh, musicians in there. Are you in there, guys? Get ready if you want to come on out. I told you I wasn't going to be long tonight. But the words of this song, and maybe you can play uh, Because He Lives. That would be great. Sorry to put you on the spot. But it says, God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. See, maybe even on your way to church tonight, you thought, I don't even have anything to live for anymore. I'm just going through the motions right now. Well, because he lives, you can face tomorrow. Just that simple truth. He bled and he died. And in three days, he rose again. He got up. So tonight, if you feel like just laying down, giving up, I'm going to tell you, get up tonight in Jesus' name. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. And tonight, if that's your heart, if that's your cry, that's something to hold on to, church. That's, that's the only thing we have to hold on to. Because this world, it's going to fade away. It's going to perish. It's not going to last. But what we have in Jesus Christ is going to last for eternity. So tonight, I'm going to ask you if you want to put your hand out the window, if you want to step outside your car, whatever it might be, Lord, because you live, I'm going to make it. I can face tomorrow. So I'm going to encourage you just to do that, to, to make that profession of faith. To declare it to yourself, to encourage yourself tonight that because he lives, so can I. Go ahead and sing it.
I love that song. That song never gets old. That song is the gospel message. Oh, wow. That's it. It tells the entire story. So tonight, I just want you to be encouraged. I want you to hold on to his truths. Hold on to his promises. He's not forsaken us. He's not failed us. He's not left us. Oh, but he's near. He's near, church. And the great news is, the best is yet to come. Because he's coming back. He's coming back for us. Soon and very soon, he's going to split the eastern sky. And he's coming back for his church. And I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. But until then, we've got good news to share. And I encourage you, everywhere you go, everyone that crosses your path, tell them the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. We're praying for you. We're here for you. If you need anything, be blessed, and we'll see you all again soon.